Welcome to another episode of the Bad Influence Podcast. I'm your host, Devlin Taylor. Devlin Deuce Taylor. Here with my boy Jay Bird. How you feeling today, Jay? Feeling pretty good. How you doing? Doing good, doing good. Another day, rainy day. Yeah, it was pretty rainy day. It was like raining hard as shit. One of those weird rainy muggy days. Yeah, and it was Hate like that shit. it was rainy sometimes, then it'd clear up, and then it like God would start crying and it'd be a commercial <laughs> downpour. It really was like out of random too. Yeah, but then the sun would be out. Right? Doesn't that mean the devil's beating his wife? Could be. I've heard that. What? I mean, he's a devil. Isn't he like always beating his wife? I don't know. It's one of those old people saying. It's like old I've heard my grandmother say, it, like when it's raining and the sun is out, she's like, "Oh, the devil must be beating his wife." They're, I'm like, that rarely happens though. So like, our ancestors that came before them had some creative sayings. <laughs> they really did. They just become up with any fucking thing. <laughs> All right, back with another episode. Uh, this week we got some sports to talk about in this episode. Week two picks, week two results. Sorry, week three picks. Uh, last week we mentioned the top thirty Redskins QB. Ron Rivera uh, has got some comments that he made, and um, well, this whole Ben Simmons bullshit. I got some shit to say about that. Yeah, I'm, I'm down for it. It's a funny topic. It, it's a funny topic, and it, it's a angry topic. Uh, first, you want to start off by going over these week two picks? Sure. All right. Should I play the NFL music in the background? Yeah. All right. Let's do that. Hold on. Let me see. Uh, ah, there it is. Feels like football. It really is. The football noise. I love it. It's my favorite one. Out of all the... Uh, what are the, the pregame shows? This is, my favorite, this is my favorite one right here. This one gets yeah. me hyped. No, there, there's a couple sounds that are like specifically football. And, and it's this one. And there's also one that's like all Fox Sports. It makes me think of football. But they also do it for baseball and shit. Oh, yeah. Oh, but, baseball's still on. Isn't there like 11 more days of that shit? Yeah. Their playoffs yeah. are in October. So it should be ending soon. Thank God. Because they can stop showing that, playing Nats games on the radio when I'm trying to just hear about football. Right. I'm so tired of that. They're just losing games right away. Like I'm, I'm never really in the mood for baseball, but this time of year, it's like the sport's still going on. Especially when they're losing. Right. Mike Rizzo, he's on the junkies all the time. We're gonna get to the picks. He's on the junkies all the time. Evie asked him, "Strasburg throwing yet?" <laughs> <laughs> and he was like, "Nah, not until like the end of like fall. That man's done." All right, enough of that baseball shit. All right, let's cut that real quick. All right, so we had skipped the Thursday night game because we get a game on we did the podcast on Friday, and we were both going for the Redskins anyway. I'm sorry, sure. Washington football team. I gotta watch myself on that. Uh, I mean, is anyone really getting canceled for that slip up? No, maybe nah, in five years. But uh, Fox announcers act like they are. Yeah, but that's because they they actually get paid, paid. Sorry, the football team. I mean, that's what they gotta do. And at this point, it's like that's just etiquette. But like in yeah. three years, people will not be so accepting. True, true, true. All right, so we'll start off. Uh, wait, where's the key? I got. I had New England beating the Jets in the first game. I also had New England beating the Jets in the first game, and we were both right about that. Correct. Yep. The yep. Jets suck still. Sam Darnold, good. Um, next game, Denver at Jacksonville. Another team that sucks, Jacksonville. We both picked Denver, right? Yep. Yep. Got that one. Buffalo at Miami. This was a blowout. I missed it. I picked Miami. You picked. Oh yeah, you did. You had faith in Tua. Well, I, th- I figured it's at Miami. It's a hot weather. Like I-, I just thought maybe they have a chance, but nope. And then Tua went down, and it was all over. Yep. They didn't score a single point. Almost I don't even blew know if Tua cut it. If Tua is not worth 35 points. Tua has got a little injury. Issue. Yeah, it's like his yeah. ribs or something. Yeah, he's going to be out week to week. Um, San Francisco at Philly. I picked Philly. I picked San Fran. Yeah, I didn't get that one. I thought Philly almost they, – they did almost have it. They did. It was a close game. It was a close game. 17-11, weird score. Ugly game. 
Ugly, ugly game. San Fr- all San Francisco's games are ugly. Yeah, I just don't think they're that good. They're two and zero, but I just don't think they're that good. I don't either. But everyone else seems to. They're and they're in NFC West, so they get like that. Yeah, but that's a tough division. That is why, and that's why I think the Cardinals are going to surpass a lot of people more than I think they're going to go past the Seahawks. Uh, it could happen. I mean, it's like I said, it's a really tough division, so it's hard. Yeah. It's the hardest division to predict. But I can predict that San Fran's not going to be the number one team in that division. I don't think so. I think this next team is, and that is L.A. Rams versus the Colts. I picked the Rams. I picked the Rams, too, and I can't disagree with that assessment. They're nice. They got Matthew Stafford, who's like three times as good as Jared Goff, and so why wouldn't they be better? Um, in this game, um, Carson Wentz sprained both his fucking angles. I don't even know. So I've seen the replay now. Basically, he he gets sacked and his ankles get caught up under the defensive lineman. He should call it a career. I mean, he he's young. I mean, no, no, he should end it. I mean, he should end it now. If Before, he wants to follow in Andrew Luck's footsteps, it, it's best. Maybe it's best. No, this man cannot stay healthy for shit. He's still haunted by the. the that's what I'm saying. He's horrible got, memories of Nick Foles. It, I feel like the Colts are going to sign Nick Foles. But no, no, they won't. I mean, if they, I think unless, they should, that'd be funny. If if they want. If they want, uh, you know, Carson wants to leave, they'll do that. But I, he I mean, would run away. This is why I don't think he retired because he's still got the ghost of Nick Foles behind him. Like he's every time he looks at his Super Bowl ring, he's going to be reminded of that. And it's just me- the men- for the mental health of Carson Wentz. He needs to. I understand that, but his body doesn't. Yeah, but he, he just he needs to have his one body season. keeps telling him, "Hey, man, we're not built for this shit." He just needs to have one season where he wins a playoff game, and then he can call it a career. I, he he should call it now if he's spraining both his fucking ankles. I'd give it one more chance. All right, we'll see. All right, next one. This game that shocked everyone apparently: Vegas at Pittsburgh. I picked the Raiders. I picked the Raiders. I think the Raiders look good, and I think Derek Carr looks good. Yeah, after watching them play the the Ravens, I felt pretty confident that they could beat the Steelers. And then the Steelers are, you know, last year they fell apart at the end. Everyone for some reason was thinking they'd bounce back, but I just didn't see the reason why. They I keep getting a lot team. of shit for that. Everyone's like, "Why do you think the Steelers are going to fall off?" Because Big Ben's old. Big Ben's old, and they're not that good. And when he gets hurt, like he always does, your next choice, Mason Rudolph. He did get hurt. Is he out for the next game? I'm pretty sure he is. So they're going Mason Rudolph. Uh, I, I was When I was watching sports shows today, they, everyone was like, well, they got to sign Cam Newton. And <laughs> that's all. Whenever there's a free agent quarterback, they immediately just pair them up with the team. Well, Cam Newton, Cam Newton can go there. Uh, you don't know that. Honestly, though, for the Steelers, it's a good it would, choice. It, it's actually a fitting choice. Because... Mason Rudolph and Dwayne Haskins aren't exactly professionals. Mason Rudolph sucks. Yeah, I mean he he's horrible, and we <laughs> we personally know about Dwayne Haskins here. Right, Dwayne Haskins is somehow the third string behind him. <laughs> what a horrible decision! Back to the Indianapolis game. How do they not invest in a backup quarterback? Um, who's their quarterback? I think it's like Easton or something. Oh yeah, he's he's a rookie. They draft. I saw him. I actually saw him in the preseason. He looks okay. I, if you're gonna have Carson Wentz, you got to get a good backup. Yeah, you got to have a good backup, like Nick Foles. <laughs> Just like Nick Foles. Yeah. He knows it. Uh, next game, Cincinnati at Chicago. I picked Cincy. So um, Chicago got that win. Yeah, I missed that one. Uh, Justin Fields getting the start next week. It, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, because Dalton's hurt. Dalton got, down, got, Dalton got hurt. Yeah, I mean, they said that once Dalton's healthy again, they'll go back to him, though. You know, I I was when um, they first announced Andy Dalton starting, I thought it was weird because I was like, Mac Nagy, his job's on the line. But further thinking it, it makes sense for him to hold Fields on the bench because when it gets to that point where they're like, all right, dude, what's up? He's got that card in his back pocket. Well, I got Fields. Yeah. I can put Fields in. So Save his job. I, I kind of agree because this might 
Every, he was on the hot seat after last season, but by drafting Fields, he almost bought himself another year. I think so. So, like, no matter what happens, as long as he's like, yeah, I'm grooming Justin Fields, it doesn't matter how bad the Bears are, that he's going to get one more year, yeah. and he, then he's got to prove it next year. So, I don't think he's on the hot seat. Um, Next game, Houston at Cleveland. Houston was in it until the man who I saw the perfect tweet, um, shout out to Grant Paulson of 1067 The Fan. He said... If Tyrod Taylor didn't have bad luck, he'd have no luck at all. And that is exactly the perfect way to describe it. Um, as you know, last year, he was the starter for San Diego. He got a rib injury pregame, got his fucking lung puncture by a doctor, lost a starting job. Year before, caught a concussion, lost to Baker Mayfield. This year, there's no way he could have lost a job to anybody. Running for a touchdown, scores, pulls a hamstring. Yeah, and that's a tough just, injury. Just a... Just a horrible luck for that man. Uh, yeah, and, and it sucks because he's not like an overwhelming talent, so no one's going to give a shit. Like, yeah. He's a very average to below average uh-huh. QB, but but he's you know it does kind of suck. But he, he was also, playing good too in that game. They yeah. were they could have won that game. No, they couldn't have. No, no. Did you watch it? it doesn't matter. I didn't need I, to watch it. No, no. I watched it. They were they were beating Cleveland. But they're Houston. I know. I understand what you're saying. But they were beating Cleveland, and they were scoring like at ease on Cleveland. Okay, like well, he marched he marched down the field on them. Yeah, like Cleveland's know. defense did not look like they knew what to do with him. Maybe. And then he got hurt, and then Austin Davis came in, and that was pretty simple. I just have lots of faith in Houston losing, so uh, it doesn't matter how good they were playing. <laughs> I, they were playing really good, and it was fourteen yeah, fourteen. But and pa- Baker threw a pick. But he threw a pick, and he got hurt. He that's another thing I want to talk about. Baker. Puts himself in situations. I don't know if anyone's ever talked about this. He puts himself in situations to get hurt because he made it when he threw the pick. The tackle he made was dumb. Like, he didn't have to make the tackle. He fucking threw his fucking throwing shoulder at him, which you're never supposed to do as a quarterback. And and there was another play I saw where he blocked the dude. He puts himself in situations that he's going to get himself hurt. I saw that play, but, you know, people like to see, like, some toughness out of their quarterback. And I get what you're saying, but... I, I like my quarterback to be healthy. I agree, and I'm with you. But for that team, the Browns, who've never even had a quarterback, uh, <laughs> you know, you need someone to lead the team. So I'm not going to nitpick on that. Um, I just want to say, like, we're getting all this flack about the Washington football team not being a real name, but there's also the Houston Texans, and that's not a real <laughs> name. Like, I, I'm not going to. We're the Texans. Yeah, that's not a real name. They uh, moved Jeff Driscoll up from the practice squad. Okay, I recognize the name. I don't because know why. I guess we're we're still supposed to act like Deshaun Watson, just not there, huh? Yeah, I guess so. Just, because they said they're not going to activate him. All right, I spent too much time talking about the Texans. Let's. I, I just find that that's <laughs> honestly that I know it sounds crazy. It really has been keeping me up. I literally look at the ceiling signs. I'm like, what? What the fuck, NFL? Tell me something. Suspend the man. Kick him out the exemplars. Do something. That means something weird's happening behind the scenes. It, it is. Uh, next game, New Orleans at Carolina. I picked uh, New Orleans. I they, did too. They failed. Um, Jameis threw up a classic 500 ball. Um, yeah. Got tackled. Was just like, fuck it. Tossed that bitch up there. Intercepted. Um, cost me that game. Minnesota at Arizona. I'm sorry. Minnesota. Yeah, Minnesota at Arizona. Down to the last possession. Minnesota has the worst luck with kickers. Well, the thing is, that's true. They do have the worst luck with kickers, but they also signed Kirk Cousins, who just loses games. So, uh, you know, it doesn't matter if there was an easy field goal. No one wants to kick a game winner for Kirk Cousins. He's got that bet for you. That bet's going to be locked. Oh, yeah. That bet's locked That's one of my only good bets of the year is the under. Like, It's not even an under. It's like a super under on the Vikings. (laughs) Super under. Isn't it like under six? 
Yeah, it's like under six because the line was like eight. And <laughs> I was 17 like, game season. Yeah, the line was like eight and a half. And I was like, nah, they're getting six. Like, <laughs> That's crazy. Um, This next one, I've never uh, betted on a game that I knew was just so right. Tampa Bay at Atlanta, uh, the spread was 12. I knew for certain that was covered. I wanted to raise that shit to like 17. What was the score of that game? 48-25? Damn, I wish I had bet that much confidence. Um, had. Matt Ryan threw a historic back-to-back two six pick sixes. Damn. Damn. Yeah. Can't do that. Also, back to that Jets game. No, Cincinnati game. Joe Burrow threw three straight interceptions on three straight passes. Wow. I, have to, I didn't look it up, but that's got to be some type of record. I know, you know, I bet someone's done that before. It's not as crazy as well, it then seems. They should be out the league. It might have been Peyton Manning, though, honestly. Peyton Manning had, it's always like when you look at those type of interception stats, it's always like a great player. You're like, right. oh, shit, Peyton Manning did it. Because that's one of those things you, oh, remember Nathan Peterman threw like, oh, didn't he throw like four oh, interceptions? Nathan like, Peterman was horrible. I, you know, I may be getting this wrong, but I think no, he threw four right. interceptions you're in his right. first four passes. Because he had like the worst passer rating of like, yeah. All time in football or some shit. It was like a point zero or something. I, I'm pretty sure, and I don't know why the number four is sticking in my head, but I think his first four passes were picks. I I that is, I do believe that is correct. He, so he did have like a rough first start. That's what I'm saying. So like three picks in a row is actually not unheard of. Uh, well, so congratulations, Joe Burrow. You're in class with Nate Peterman. Right. Not not a good class. He's on a team somewhere. Nathan, Nathan Peterman. Peterman. Yep, because I was watching a preseason game and he was pl- and he was playing. I was like, "Oh, true! I didn't know he was still in the league." See, that's where Cam Newton and Kaepernick should get mad, right? Like that's when it's like, "All right, for real, him? Like, really? Yeah, come on, man! Like the Peterman, Peterman, come right. on! I'm better than him. You guys know I'm better than <laughs> right. like everyone else. You could okay, I get. I'm better than that man, and you know I'm better than that man. Right. Come on. Um, we had Atlanta Tampa yet? Uh, your Tennessee Titans versus the Seahawks. Um, I. Was getting beginning to turn on Tennessee until the refs did that bullshit to them. Did you see that game? Which game last week? Yeah, I no, against the Seahawks. No, that's what I'm saying. I didn't see what you're talking. So about. they took back a touchdown from Julio Jones. Oh, it's a bullshit. His foot was in. Okay, I believe that Russell Wilson got a safety. Damn. Oh, Russell I, Wilson I, got I saw that. I that saw was that. a safety. Um, I I watched the replay, and you know he actually. There, he was holding the ball out a little bit, and if you do forward progress, you can make an argument that it's not a safety. Then it's intentional grounding because that's what they gave um, homeboy Detroit. That's what they gave Jared Goff for that same exact thing. Yeah, and they did the same thing. To, it's, either, it's either safety um, or it's intentional grounding. Yeah, it could be. They, they also did that to, what is that guy's name? Uh, Justin Herbert. Yeah. With they, that, but yeah. Yep. So they, they again, we're going to get to that in the taunting. The reason yeah. why the taunting call makes you right. don't need to worry but, about that. But I'm saying it wasn't as, the calls. It, it wasn't necessarily a safety, but he was you know, like, like they put him on the one. And it, at first, I was with you. It was definitely a safety. And then I saw the replay. I was like, I can see the argument. I'm not going to get. Um, see, I had picked Seattle. They lost though. Uh, even though the refs tried to help. I picked them out. Tennessee. You sure I beat you? Beat me by one? Because so far, I, I can tell you where I beat you by one. Okay. Um, oh, Kansas City, Baltimore, shit. Dallas at the Chargers. I picked the Chargers. Uh, Russ really helped them out. Dallas yeah. out. So Dallas yeah, they got really that. did. <laughs> Dallas got the one. That was the worst I've seen this year from the refs because <laughs> they took away multiple touchdowns from from the Chargers. They had that play I just mentioned where Herbert was got the ball off and they called him down, um, and it just seemed like every time they got even the littlest bit of momentum, the refs pulled him back. So uh, that was the worst refing I've seen so far this season. Um, the next game was Baltimore Kansas City. This was the game that we both had picked for the one-game parlay. Okay. Um, so first, you want to see who you want to go through the parlay. You want to? Well, we know who won. Baltimore won. Right. 
You picked the Chiefs. Picked the Chiefs. I picked Lamar in them. It's amazing. How did he get a penalty for flipping? The, I, that's why I don't get the taunting penalty. How he didn't? Is that what you're saying? When he dove into the end zone. I, ta- yeah, that, I don't, they don't call that taunting. I don't understand. I don't I'm, understand and I'm not either. saying that. I'm not saying I didn't like it. Like I'm not right. saying. I just don't understand. Like what is this taunting? I think taunting has to be after the play, and that's during the play. You know, he did a fucking cartwheel in the end zone. Yeah, but I'm saying like he goes airborne, and then like by the time he's coming down, he's already kind of completed. The play's still ongoing. See, that's why the penalty. It's stupid. There's, there's stupid. It's, it's dumb. Like it's, it's dumb. fucking ridiculous. Some, but one, you know, one of these players is gonna hurt if they haven't already is gonna hurt himself doing that. Play. <laughs> like, I watched Lamar do that, and his his landing wasn't graceful. Like, yeah, no, it wasn't. All. His I hip thought, slams in the I ground, think, and his I knees thought his slammed. hand was about to hit the fucking thing, and it was gonna be a wrap. I watched the replay, and I just saw his his hip and his knee like drive into the ground. I just thought that's an injury waiting to that happen. That was not the cleanest cartwheel. No. Uh, my niece hits better cartwheels. No, I'm sure Harbaugh pissed his pants. <laughs> he would, oh, God, no. <laughs> Franchise. <laughs> John Flacco, no. <laughs> All right, so for my parlay, I had the Ravens on the money line. I had Lamar over 64, covered. Marquise Brown over 45 yards, receiving, covered. Pat Mahomes over 319 passing yards, covered. Tyreek Hill could not get over 84 yards. Yeah, my parlay lost too. I had uh, I don't remember the specifics. I remember the things I didn't get were uh, it was uh, Tyreek Hill getting a touchdown and a hundred yards, and then I think I also needed a Chiefs win. And the things I did get were Kelsey getting eighty yards and a touchdown, and uh, like Pat Mahomes throwing for three hundred yards or something. Um, Tyreek Hill also same didn't score for me. I did get the total for over, and Kelsey scoring when he jogged into the end zone. That was like fucking crazy. He, yeah, he like didn't even put effort. Like he just was like, oh, oh ball, touchdown. Okay. Yeah, no, it was really simple. That he was, was a, a crazy beast. touchdown. He was a fucking beast. Um, so yeah, I got that one. Uh, and then Monday night, you had predicted the downfall of Aaron Rodgers. I almost had it for a little bit. It- Here's why I think you're still right. Okay. I didn't like his body language that whole game. He was kind of. Like- I didn't like how he looked. There was a moment in the second quarter where he's getting them at the line, and I'm looking like, bro, two minute warning is coming. Two minute warning is coming. He has no sense of fucking urgency about it. He's always kind of like Jake laughing Brewster. and giggling and smirking. He always has, but to me, it just looked different. Where it's just like, bro, do you care? Yeah. Like, do you give a fuck? But he's always been like that, and I've always kind of felt. I've always like thought it was weird, but he's like a top three quarterback, so I was just like, whatever. But he's also always. It's always looked like he doesn't care, but it's also like a, I'm just having fun with this shit. Right. He didn't look like he was having as much fun. And you don't see until that the shit. end when they started scoring. And you don't see Tom Green Brady Bay doing won, that shit. Tom Brady is locked in. Fucking ready to play, Fuck yeah. and he's not joking with anybody. But he's yelling at people, he like in people's faces. Like, I, and that's what I'd rather see out of quarterback than a guy who is like, you know, it looks like he's playing it's with not, his buddies. And it's not so much. The, it's just the like. It just looks like you don't give a fuck. Exactly. About, you, obviously, you don't want to be here. Fine, but like, I don't know, man. And then he's on talking about how the media overreacts to shit. I'm sick of them pulling that shit. Where it's just like, bro, you didn't show up to training camp. You made a big deal about it, a big spectacle about it. You talked about your mental health. You made this offseason about you. And then so you went you out co- and got blown out by the Saints. Exactly. So when that happens, you can't get mad when the media's like, is it over for you? You switch yourself in this predicament. Yeah. Brady has, I'm not as that bad. I know Brady has had horrible games. Yeah. And we don't, we may say, oh, it's over for him. He bounces back, but it's never as bad as like we, how we did Aaron Rodgers. But he doesn't come out to the media and, say, exactly. and blame them. He's not doing what you did. You put on a whole show for a whole summer. He, he goes up on the podium and he says, I made a couple of mistakes last night. And he keeps it short and he tells the way it is. He's not holding out training camp. He's no. not calling out the organization for not getting players that he wanted. Yeah. He's not doing any of that shit. I wish I had picked the under on the Packers for the season. I really should have. 
to win. Uh, what was the under for them? It was it was probably like ten games. <laughs> yeah, because they're top fourteen. Yeah, <clears throat> uh, I mean, I I should have done it because I, I think they'll win eight. All right, let's see. What did I get? One. You two, know the reason three, I didn't do is because their four, division's five, so shitty. Six, seven, eight, nine. I got ten. I got one, two, three, four, five, six. Let's see. No. Seven. Eight. Nine. Got nine. Got the win. First one of the season. How many did you get? Ten. Nice. All right, so I get to pick the one-game parlay. Oh, what's this? Oh, okay. The quarterback is moving up. Oh, okay. <laughs> Look what this came from. I saw that. I, I, you guys can't see it. A notification from NFL came on my phone, and I saw Taylor Heineke. This podcast almost ended <laughs> because I would have had to stop and figure out what the fuck was going right. on. Um, but he just moved up the quarterback rankings and some dude's shit. I don't know. Um, all right, so on the week three picks. Uh, got yours right there. It's underneath there. Uh, we got the Thursday game pick right there. Sure, sure, sure. All right, week three picks. Let's start off Thursday night football. Carolina at Houston. I'm going Carolina. Yeah, Carolina. I can't talk all that shit about the about Houston and not. I, if if Tyrod Taylor was playing, I would have picked Houston. Honestly, I just can't pick Houston. Honestly, I would have. I've watched their two games. They don't look as bad as we thought they were going to be. I haven't seen them yet. They so. don't, I, they're not going to make the playoffs. Right. Clearly not. No. But they don't look like horrible, like the worst team that we thought they were going to be. I yeah. thought it was going to be a bloodbath for them, and they don't look. Tyrod Taylor puts them in a good. He's a good court. Like he's a. Quarterback. He's an NFL quarterback, so he puts him in position to win games. Worst team in this in the in this in the league this year is probably the, the Lions. Yes, definitely. I watched that game Monday night and it confirmed that. Washington at Buffalo. I'm going Buffalo. <sighs> you know I'm a homer. I stick with Washington all the time. Yeah, uh, I mean, I I just I would if I had been more impressed with our first two games. I would have too. I, I but to be fair, I haven't been that impressed with Buffalo's first two games either. So that's why I that's picked fair. them to cover the spread at least. Even if they don't win the game, I think they can get the spread at eight. You hear me? Hear me? Watching this football team get the goddamn spread. Taylor Heineke's first road game. Nice. Uh, Chicago at Cleveland. Uh, I'm gonna go Cleveland. I'm going Chicago. I whoa, whoa, hold on. What did I pick for the? Uh, I don't <laughs> need to match up my 16 game parlay. <laughs> uh, um, I took a 16 leg parlay for y'all out there. Um, Baltimore, Detroit. Baltimore. Baltimore. God bless Detroit, but they're not ready yet. They got Jared Goff, of course, they're not ready. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Dan Campbell is a hyped ass coach. Um, yeah, uh, the players seem to like him. Yeah, he's he's just. I mean, he's just like one of those guys. Um, Colts at Tennessee. No, I'm rolling with my Titans. Yeah, I'm gonna go with the Titans too. Uh, whoever the backup is for fucking Colts, they're not gonna get done. Um, Colts have they're a weird organization. They are very weird. They're a weird organization to me because like. They were definitely put in position to win. Yeah. They had all the free agency money. They had a good offensive line. All they had to do was get a good quarterback, and they couldn't seem to do it. Well, they, they thought Wentz could do it. And the thing is, this offseason, I mean, we we learned this. There weren't a lot of good quarterbacks out no, there. No, I'm just talking about in general years passing. Like, Yeah, I mean, they've tried. Like, <laughs> legit. They got Phillip Rivers. Yeah, old Phillip Rivers. Yeah, but... You know, but he, not, and, but but to fair to Philip Rivers, he did good with them. So it showed that they if, if they have a quarterback, they could be a good thing. They just can't. Get they one. did. They, they did. He did good till he got to the playoffs. Classic Philip. I mean, that's just Philip Rivers that's in the playoffs. Rivers. You know, yeah. That's just how he's always been. 
Uh, Chargers at Kansas City. Kansas City bouncing back. They're not losing two in a row. I would have to agree with that. Kansas City's going to get that W. Uh, New Orleans at New England. It's a tough one. I'll let you go first. Jameis Winston is funny. I just want to say that. I, I, every time I saw like some post game interviews of him where he was like, they asked him a question. He was like, well, you know, the game plan, the strategy, fight one day. I was like, I've never heard you talk like this. Yeah. Just like, Come he's on, trying. Dog. He's like, trying so hard. Well, the couch said that boy want to start. Right. Um, with that being said, Mac Jones, uh, he does look like he's going to be good. So I'll go New England. I'm going to go New England, too. There's a weird photo of him around where he looks so fucking awkward. But, like, the reason he looks awkward is he's doing a press conference. They didn't give him a fucking podium. Mm. So it's like a microphone like this up. And he's got a weird-ass body. And he's just standing like this. I'm like, well, to be fair, I think anybody would look weird. Right. Just standing talking like this in a microphone. He's like, got that Tom Brady body. Yeah, I mean, I never liked his body. I don't like right. his hips. They're, right. they're a little weird for me. And then I didn't like his walk on draft night. I didn't like that at all. Or his face. I don't think I like Mac Jones. I'm, I have no opinion on him. I, I think I'm going to eventually not He's like the perfect him. Patriots quarterback, really, because he's got talent. Yeah, but like, no, he fits the system. Yeah, he's got some talent. He fits the system, and, and he doesn't have a personality that sticks out. He's a perfect Patriot. Atlanta at New York. Who? Matty gonna... Ice versus Denny Dimes. Jeez. I'm going to go Atlanta. Uh, and it is hard for me to pick Atlanta. Man, both these teams suck. Um, I think of Atlanta similar to the way I think of Houston. <sighs> but I also watched the Giants, and they don't look that good. They're coming off of kind of a heartbreaking loss, yeah. 10 days of rest, which is almost too long to be thinking about that. Um, I'm going to go Atlanta also in favor of Kyle Pitts. Okay. I think Kyle Pitts. Because tight ends win games? I, he may be the game changer. I don't know, man. This is one, it's one of those games where, like, it's just like, who the fuck knows? Yeah. I mean, they get very well much into the fucking tie. Yeah. Um, Cincinnati at Pittsburgh. I'm going Cincinnati. I'm going Cincy, too. Joe Burrow. So far, I think our only difference is the Washington game, so you're putting a lot on Washington. <laughs> where are all those Bengals fans that are upset that Jamar Chase kept dropping passes in preseason? What the fuck? They're overreacting. Fucking preseason. Yeah, it was preseason. Who the fuck? He knows that shit. Arizona at Jacksonville, Arizona. Arizona. Easy. <laughs> really easy. Uh, Jets at Denver, Denver. Yeah, Denver. Sorry, Zach Wilson. He threw like two picks. But also. the Jets could get that game up, but I'll, I'll give it to Denver. Teddy Bridgewater looks pretty decent. Yeah. Uh, Miami at Vegas. I'm Vegas. Vegas, yep. Vegas all day. Raiders all day. Uh, Tampa Bay at the Rams. Man, that is a good ass game right there. I, I want to pick the Rams. I might so pick that bad. as the one game parlay. It's a tough game to pick. Oh, is your one game parlay? Okay. Yeah, for the one game parlay for um, this week. Yeah, that's a good, actually that's a good one to pick for that. But but <sighs> that, I, as much as I want to pick the Rams, I'm picking Tampa that, Bay. Yeah, I was gonna say that boy Brady. You know I hate him, but hey, just can't pick against that dude. Anymore. It's hard to now. He's just. And it's not just Brady. That team's so fucking talented. He's just. It, it, he's. They're going to the Super Bowl again. I, I hope not, but you're probably Because this, right. is, this is an NFC Conference right. preview right here. They're going to Super Bowl again. Yeah, I don't see many other. Like, honestly, the only team that's come close to beating them is us, and I don't even know if we'll be in the playoffs. So. Yeah. Uh, Seattle at Minnesota. Kirk, this is a weird, you know, weirdly, this is like a rivalry. Is it? Kirk versus Russ. Really? They they played in college against each other. Huh. And then they played in the pros once. I do remember this being like a little bit of a. Quarterback versus quarterback rivalry. With that being said, uh, Russell Wilson's never lost to him. So, <laughs> I mean, yeah, that's the thing. They're actually really complete opposite quarterbacks because 
Kirk's a loser and Russ is a winner. Like, that's all there is to it. Kirk loses games. Russ wins games. That's all there is to it. So I'm picking Drafted Seattle. in the same year. Crazy. Russell Wilson was the only quarterback. Like, well, no, Russ. All the late-round quarterbacks are the only ones left from that draft. Honestly, I, I'm. it's kind of crazy how successful some of these late-round quarterbacks have been. It really is. Green Bay is San Fran. Damn. I'll let you go first. Packers. Packers. Shit. I think this is one of those games. I th- I'm going San Fran. <clears throat> I think Aaron Rodgers wanted San Fran to trade for him. I think it's going to be one of those games where he's going to be mad. I feel like this play. is a little rivalry, too. It is kind of. I, yeah. I think I think so, too. Um, Monday night, Philly at Dallas. I know mine, so I'm letting you go first. I want Dallas to lose, so I'm going Philly. I damn, I'm going Philly, too. Uh, what do you think the score that game will be? What the score will be? I think it'll be twenty-four to seventeen. Nice basic score. Um, one moment. Where's my my bets? I want to make sure that I match up my sixteen leg parlay. I got this Eagles covering the spread. It's a plus four spread. So I'm going to say Eagles twenty-four twenty. Eagles 24-20. Okay. 24-20. 24-20. All right, there we go. Week three picks in the books. We'll see. Oh, do you want to do the one-game parlay real quick? Yeah, let's do it. I'm going to do Tampa and L.A. Okay. Are those up yet? Yeah. Okay, because sometimes like they – I know, sometimes they're not up, but on Wednesdays they're normally up. Okay. Wednesday they're normally up. Uh, let me see. Okay. Yeah, I think Tampa and L.A., that's actually a good game. So you get the final say, and then we can just talk over anything else? Is that what it is? Uh, I just picked the game. You can pick your own parlay. Okay. Oh, I see. I got you. Uh, actually, we you know we can wait because they don't have the players yet. That's what I was thinking. They They're usually not players yet. They it's have the Thursday. easy parts like the the spread and the money line. All we'll that, do but that. They don't on, have the fun yeah. part. We'll pick it on a Thursday off here. Yeah. Or Friday. It's yeah. fine. Um. All right. So got that out the way. Week three picks. All right. Now to talk about that Washington football. Team. We already talked about them last episode. They had a Thursday night game. Um, so I did want to discuss something here that came out last week that we mentioned on the show. In the last 29 years, I believe, the Redskins have been through 30 quarterbacks. Um, and someone had the time to rank them all. Yeah, that's someone with a dedication to the Dedication job. to the craft. Fun fact, Terry McLaurin has like averaged a quarterback, every a different quarterback every like four games of his career. Damn, that poor, poor dude. As a receiver, that's just so sad. Yo, they told Steve Smith that on the radio. Steve Smith was like, yeah, that's not good. No. That's not good at all to have. No no one wants to stay in a situation like that. And he's just so positive about it. Yeah. He's just like, oh, okay, next quarterback, cool. Uh, He's he's, honestly, he's my favorite Washington receiver of all time already. Um, All right, where are we at here? Number 30. Marky Mark. Mark Sanchez. Uh, Let's scroll through these last ones. I need first ones because some of these guys I don't even remember. Mark Sanchez drafted by the Jets, back up for the rest of his career. Uh, played two games for us, zero and one record, no touchdown, three picks, one hundred thirty-eight. He did hand the ball off to Adrian Peterson's longest <laughs> run of all time. So <laughs> that's something. Uh, twenty-nine Taylor Heineke because he just started. Eh, fair, but still, he I'd just rank, started. I'd rank him. Uh, uh, he can't be twenty-nine, but I get it. Um, and this was before he got the win versus the Giants, right? Um. 
Gary Conklin. That's 90-93 before we were born. How many games did he play? Record 0-2, five games, five touchdowns, three picks, 512 passing yards. Heineke's better. As of now, yeah. No, even before the Giants game. He's better. Off of five games? Yeah, he didn't throw three picks. This is true. He and only he, has, he, has and no he was also 0-2, but he almost beat the Super Bowl champs. <laughs> this is true. Uh, 27, Josh Johnson. I remember him. I do remember him. He was kind of trash. Uh, <laughs> kind of trash. He had four games. He did win a game, though, right? One and two. Yeah. But he had three touchdowns, four picks, 590 yards. I think he's still better. True. I think he might raise up now. Next on the list, currently on the team, Kyle Allen. Four games, Dang, one and three Kyle record. Allen? Kyle Allen. Four games, one and three record, four touchdowns, one pick, 610 passing yards. I'm surprised Kyle Allen's ahead of Heineke. I mean, I, I think this was before, because this was before the game, and everyone was still like, ah, iffy on Heineke, and he only had the playoff game, and they weren't even, this might have been written before, like, they knew all the stats from the um, Chargers game. Yeah, it could be. Um, Rich Gannon at 25. I didn't even realize we had Rich Gannon. Uh, eight games we had him for. Woo, one and three record, three touchdowns, seven interceptions, and 704 passing yards. Damn. <laughs> oh, Heineke's man. flying past these dudes. <laughs> Danny Worf. Ew. That was 2 Seven Warfle. games. Worf. What an ugly-ass name. That is ugly-ass name. <laughs> I don't, that's a dude who shouldn't be in the NFL because quarterbacks don't have names that are that ugly. <laughs> the names you can normally say. That's a fucking defensive lineman name. <laughs> Seven games, two and two record, three touchdowns, six picks, seven hundred nine. None of these quarterbacks have gotten to a thousand yards yet. Yeah, but the dude, two and two, five hundred. It's not bad. Yeah, seven hundred nineteen yards. Rest John, in peace, John Beck. Rest in peace, John Beck died. Didn't he die over the offseason? Or am I thinking of someone else? That's Colt Brennan. Colt Brennan. Damn, you confused Colt Brennan and John Beck. They both trash white guys. Oh, that was the rest in peace, Colt Brennan. <laughs> <laughs> he was a good uh, third string quarterback for us. <laughs> I didn't know hey, that as an insult. He was a good third look, string man, quarterback. I've always had to believe just because someone dies doesn't mean you talk different about him. I, I, I like Colt Brennan when he was here, man. Rest in peace, Colt Brennan. Uh, John Beck, four games, 0 and 3, two touchdowns, four picks, uh, 858 passing yards. He threw way more passing yards than I thought. I mean, it's passing league. I know. I just thought he was way more trashed. Um, 22, Jeff Holstetter. Holstetter. Hofstetter. He's a Super Bowl winner. Six games, two and one, five touchdowns, 10 picks, 899 yards. Won a Super Bowl with the Giants. Not with us, though. Nope. Shane Matthews. Eight games, three and four, 11 touchdowns, six picks. Oh, first thousand yard guy. Hmm. 1,251 yards. Yeah, 2002. That's a little bit before I started watching football. That was that, that's when they were starting to get bad. Uh, Tim Hasselback. Seven I games. Tim. I do too. Uh, seven games, one and four. He played in a playoff game, didn't he? I think so. I, I don't know. I just remember he's Matt Hasselback's brother, and then he never was. He is our only quarterback to ever record a zero passer rating. Shit. That is impressive to me. Yeah, I don't know how you do that. That, that I didn't either. Uh, 1,012 passing yards. Um, wow. Dwayne Haskins at 19. Damn. Uh, 16 games, 3 and 10 record, 12 touchdowns, 14 interceptions, 2,804 yards. I mean, he's on a list and he's ahead of Super Bowl winners and people who've been to Super Bowls. So good for good for Dwayne. Good the for highest Dwayne. he'll ever be on any list. <laughs> right up next to him, Alex Smith. Good. That, that's I'm, a, I'm that's glad he's just above Dwayne Haskins. <laughs> <laughs> 
Uh, 18 games, 11-5 record, 16 touchdowns, 13 picks, 3,762 yards. I'm glad they put him there because like, the way that <coughs> the way that some people talk about Alex Smith, you think he's like top five Redskins quarterback all time. <laughs> they really do. He won games, though. He won games. It's like, but he's despite of him, not because of him. He won us games, though. We were winning. Six and one. Uh, Heath Schuler. My grandfather hate Heath really? Schuler. Yes. He was a part of a controversy, wasn't he? Like quarterback controversy? I, I think so. Like, I think it was like a, when they were, that's when they started to rotate quarterbacks, like all yeah. the time. Uh, 19 games, 4 9 record, 13 touchdowns, 19 picks, 2,403 yards. 16, Case Keenum. Case Keenum. Case Keenum played 10 games with us on a 1 and 7 record, 11 touchdowns, 5 picks, and 1,707 yards. You know what? I'm glad he's above Alex Smith because I think he actually was pretty good for us. <laughs> uh, he wasn't a great quarterback, he but he did all right. Uh, Tony Banks, no. 2001, 15 games, 8 and 6. Again, before I started watching football. 10 and 10 on touchdowns and picks, 2,386 yards. I was 6. <laughs> <laughs> I, I think I remember playing with him in Madden. <laughs> Jeff George, another person my grandfather hates. Yeah, right. That's a dude I didn't watch, but I recognize the name. <laughs> Eight games, one and six, seven touchdown, nine picks, 1,500. Damn, he's one and six, and he's a 14? Jesus. Oh, my gosh. This guy. Sexy Rexy Rex Grossman. Okay, so uh, I've trashed Alex Smith a couple times, but Rex Grossman should be behind Alex Smith. He really should be behind Alex he Smith. He was terrible. He was horrible. Like, is this list just based on how many games they played? I don't know what they're basing it off. Because he should be way lower. Maybe he, stats. He has 17 games, 6-10, and 10, 23 touchdowns, 24 interceptions. He should be between. 4,335 yards. He, that, be, he had 4,000 yards. That's he, what it is. He should be between Alex Smith and Dwayne Haskins, and, and I bet some of those dudes behind Dwayne Haskins should probably be above both Rex Grossman and Dwayne Haskins. He's got 4,000 yards with us. That's why. I think. That's only because he played with us for like a season or two. It was was it a season or two or because he came in for Donovan? That's right. No, he he was here for a whole season and then he might have played a couple games in a different season. That's when the that was when the job that was the worst time to be a Redskins fan because that's when they lost to the Lions right. who had lost twenty three games straight. Or I something. mean, if he threw for four thousand yards, he played sixteen games because like even good quarterbacks don't throw for that much in, in a small amount of games. I know a lot of Redskins fans, uh, Washington fans, feel different about this guy. I hated Mark Brunell. He's at six uh, twelve. Sorry. 37 games, 16 and 19 record, 38 touchdowns, 20 picks, 6,033 yards. I hated Mark Burnett. Yeah, I was I was really young when he was playing, and I didn't like him either because he was just so slow. He was slow. I wanted, uh, uh, well, the other guy, he's on this list. I'll say that later. John Freist, that was 94, Damn, 16 yeah, games, 1 and time. 3, 10 touchdowns, 9 picks, 1,200 yards. Can't speak to it. Trent Green, 95 to 98. Can't, wow. Can't speak to it. 16 games, 6-8, six 23 touchdown, 11 picks, 3,441 yards. These dudes had the hogs. They weren't that good. Uh, t- <laughs> <laughs> like, that's what it is. We were actually a decent team back then. Todd Collins. When you go, when I go back and look at the Todd Collins situation, it's actually kind of sad. I mean, in our, in our lifetime, Todd Collins is kind of legendary. He is, but we were hyped for like a dude who hadn't played football in 15 years. Right. And we were hyped, like, yeah, put Todd Collins in the game. I mean, he won, like, he got us in the playoffs. He got us in the playoffs, so, yeah. And he had no picks with us. Five touchdowns, 3-1 record, 1,000 yards. He played for, a god, like, a god for, like, five regular season games. That's all we needed. Patrick Ramsey, never I, was impressed. I remember, he was the first Redskins quarterback I remember. I remember people wanting to put him in the game for whoever was playing. I was actually, I remember being at a game where everyone was like, <coughs> put in Ramsey, and then they put in Ramsey, who sucked. Um... <laughs> So, I mean, I'm surprised he's eight. That seems kind of high. 33 games, 10 and 14, 34 touchdowns. Ooh. 
I mean, 29 seemed, picks, 5,000 yards. It seems high, and then you realize, oh, wow, we've never had a good quarterback. <laughs> Colt McCoy, 12 games. I like him at seven because Colt McCoy had that win versus Dallas. I was about to say. Even though we lost that season, that was one of the best wins ever. You know, I think I was, like, sick that night or, like, went to bed early or something because I didn't see that game, but everyone is always like, oh, that was, like, the greatest game I, ever. I was, because he, he really did just, like, will And he never had another good game for us again. But he, And he doesn't have to because he beat Dallas. I, I don't know I don't know why I didn't see that game, but because I didn't see it, I don't have the same opinion of Colt McCoy that every other Washington He went into has. AT&T Stadium, and he – and especially because Dallas was, like, a playoff team. Everyone was hyping the shit out of them, and he beat them. Colt McCoy's all right with me. Yeah, I have no problem. Right. I've never had a problem with Colt McCoy. 12 games, 1-6, and six, 8 touchdowns, 7 picks, 1,600 yards. The stats don't say it, but that one game did it for me. That's <laughs> all it takes on it. when you got 30 it, dudes who are, who are not that good. Especially you when get 7th with one game. Especially when you beat Dallas. Yeah. When you beat Dallas, you got me. Right. Uh, number 6, biggest scam ever, Donovan McNabb. 13 games, 5-8, and eight, 14 touchdowns, 15 picks, 3,000 yards. Six sounds accurate, though, because Donovan McNabb was actually decent for It us. is accurate. I just remember a post when he got traded. I posted on Facebook. I see it every year in my memories of me saying, it's over for y'all now, Philly. Y'all done messed up. Little did I know. Yeah. Oh, we messed up big time. I mean, it wasn't a bad move, but, like, it didn't save us. Uh, Your guy, Jason Campbell. Oh, yeah. I mean... I, I like Jason Campbell. I, I think I hated him when I was younger, but looking back, it's like, <laughs> he, he got, was okay. He got, a, he got a raw deal. Yeah. He had like five different coordinators in three seasons. Kept changing the playbook on him every fucking year. Right. And in that, he had he played 52 games for us. Went 20 and 32, 55 touchdowns, 38 picks, 10,000 yards. I just remember he had terrible feet. Um, and like he was always getting caught in the pocket because of it. He just he was, similar to the way Kirk moves in the pocket. He he just like always ran into sacks. Um, so I mean I don't know. Uh, I don't I don't really remember his play that much. Was, uh, what years was he? Um, two thousand. He was right after Mark Brunell. That's why I hated Mark Brunell because I wanted Jason Campbell to come in. That's right. I think that's kind of why I, I hated Mark Brunell too. Two thousand five, two thousand nine. Yeah, I think I was just kind of like disillusioned with the skins at that point. So like, I just we didn't hated. really know we I, were young. Yeah, I just hated we didn't know everybody. how bad we were going to be for these many years. Yeah. Uh, Gus Farrat. Yeah, I don't really know much about him. grandfather. Hates him also. Uh, Fifty two. Yeah, as you can see, around ninety four is my grandfather started to get sick of the shit. Yeah, he was like, "This is some bullshit." I, I watched Joe Theismann win a goddamn Super Bowl. Now I'm watching Gus Farrat. Fifty two games, nineteen twenty six, and one. True. 48 touchdowns, 44 picks, 9,000 yards. Uh, Robert Griffin III, good old Bob. 38 games, 14 and 22, 40 touchdowns, 23 yards. And, uh, I'm sorry, 23 picks, 8,097 uh, yards. You had 23 picks? 23. That's kind of a lot. I don't remember him throwing at me. I mean, for he only played one season, really. 38 games. Okay, he played 38 games. That's that no, he played... Okay. That's not that bad. I'm trying to think. He did play under Jay Gruden at one No, point. you're right. He did come back. They had that crazy, you know, that comeback played, story. Yeah, I remember all the, offseason, all he, they talked about was RG3's coming back, and, and then, then he then came back, season, and he, he was never back. really the same. He, and he just kind of looked like trash. Then the third season is when he got hurt. That's when Kirk came in. Yeah. And that's when it just all went to shit. Right. Uh, number two, Brad Johnson. <laughs> 30 games, 18-11, 35 picks, 28 interceptions. 6,510 passing yards. 1811. I can't argue with that. Yeah. And number one. I should have had the jump roll sound. You ready for it? Kirk Cousins. This rubs me the wrong way that he's Kirk number one. 
played 64 games, 26, 31, and 1, 99 touchdowns, 55 picks, 16,000 yards with us. Yeah, I just, I'm just sad he's number one. I, I put, <laughs> That's exactly how I felt where I was like, I can't argue it. This is horrible. I'd put RG3 above him. As crazy as that sounds, RG3, RG3 did all right. I'd put uh, I'd put Taylor Heineke above him. <laughs> I just hate Kirk Cousins so much. I think I finally came up with a reason of why I think the Redskins kept giving him those extensions. I mean, obviously, he's the best quarterback we've had in 25 years. No, I, I think, and I explained this to my co the other day, I think their plan was franchise tag him. Let's see if he plays bad. Value goes down. And he just kept playing consistent. Yeah, he kept playing consistently above average. And it just, they kept giving him more money and more money and more money. I see what you're saying. Like, they wanted him to play bad so they could sign him for a long-term deal that wasn't mm-hmm. as much. But he kept playing above average while still losing games. And he got us to two playoff games? So, actually, I, I want to I rephrase that statement. He didn't play above average, but his stats were above average. Yes. Um, so he, he garbage he, time stats. Yeah, garbage time. He's just the king of stats. He, he, other than uh, you know, uh, <laughs> what's what is it? Uh, stat Padford. <laughs> stat Padford. <laughs> I heard someone say that once. That's so funny. Other than Stat Padford, uh, Kirk Cousins is the king of stat pad. That actually is hilarious. <laughs> stat Padford. <laughs> so funny. All right, those are the top thirty Washington football teams of all time. Might have been the quarterbacks. quarterbacks of all time. That might have been the most depressing list I've ever read in my life. Yeah, any list that Kirk has Kirk as number one just pissing me off. <laughs> Didn't think. Think about Pittsburgh Steelers and all the quarterbacks they've had. Yeah. Terry Bradshaw. Ben Roethlisberger. Ben Roethlisberger. The great Byron Leftwich. They've had like four quarterback <laughs> changes in like yeah. 50 years. I know. And we've had four and five games. No, it's terrible. It's but, but I can't. I can't get, I'm trying not to get too mad because there's teams out there <laughs> like the Lions who have never had a good quarterback. Well, that's because they just keep ruining players. Yeah, I mean, but like, you know, we're, we're at least only bad over a 20, 30-year stretch. There are teams out here who have been bad for 70 years. This is true, like Cleveland Browns, but they're getting good now. Yep. Speaking of why, why we're on Washington, uh, we can talk about Ron Rivera. Um, Ron Rivera, if you guys don't know, we've been talking about it on and off through this whole podcast. The NFL, and we talked about it before, they implemented this stupid taunting penalty rule. Um, it turns out our head coach, Ron Rivera, is on the committee of who came up with the taunting rule. And um, he had something he wanted to say about it to defend the rule. So here it is right here. Prevent the bigger things. Okay, we, we've had this example where one guy taunts a guy and then the guy comes back for, for a little payback and next thing you know, you got a big fight on your hands. you got guys coming from left field hitting each other, you know. And, and that's really what, what, what you're really, to me, I think the referees are really looking for. They're just trying to get it quieted down. And, and that's really what's, I mean, you can do the celebration. They sent a tape out and explain exactly what's taunting and what's not. And, and I think if you look at the tape and you follow the tape, then, then it makes sense. I, I mean, I, I'm all for the celebration. Remember, we were the 2015 team that, 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 that everybody was mad at because we were dabbing and stuff like that, taking pictures on the sideline. You know, so it's about, you, you want these guys to keep their personality. You want them to be who they are because... These guys are explosive players that make dynamic plays. But what we're, the intent is so that somebody doesn't do something that gets somebody to come back with a little retribution. You don't want that. You don't want you know, somebody out for revenge. That's what we're trying to prevent. And again, you know, we, we, whether we want to or not, we are examples 
okay, we're role models. So if you're gonna do oh, something, do it within the rules. You know, get up and, and, and do your, 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 your ball drop, you know, do your dab or your dance or whatever. But don't do it towards somebody. You know, don't don't step over somebody and drag your leg over somebody. That's that's what we're trying to prevent. You can do all I mean, guys intercept and run all the way down to the other end zone. That's fine. Okay? Those things, you know, we're, we're not trying to stop the players from having fun. We're just trying to make sure we don't end up with a brawl on our hands. Because that's ugly. We don't want that. This is this is a great sport. We've got a great fan base. People enjoy watching the game. And, and, and there are some who like watching the fights. But we don't need the fights. We really don't. We don't need anybody getting hurt unnecessarily. I don't. How is running to the end zone not taunting? So uh, I see what he's saying is that <coughs> it's really not about eliminating taunting, quote unquote. It's about eliminating the the one on one taunting between opposing team players. So like, I get that, but do you think these refs can do that? That's what I'm do saying. Do you think I, that they're capable of being able to distinguish between what is a taunting penalty? Because we've seen it already that they can't. No, I agree with you. They, the refs have a hard enough time uh, trying to figure out what's a roughing the passer or, or what's a catch, and I don't think they can figure out what taunting is. I, I just came up with this on the spot. I actually think this rule is okay for the regular season, but this should just be eliminated for the postseason. Let them talk all the shit they want. This is playoff time. You can talk all the shit you want, and you can still dish out um, you know, uh unsportsmanlike penalties if there are fights that get out of hand and you you know the discipline players have to know those penalties are coming if we if we start to get physical we can talk all the shit we want mm. but once we start getting physical we're going to get a penalty like i wouldn't mind them like first time someone pushes someone it's a it's an unnecessary uh you know roughness or whatever unsportsmanlike conduct um after the play but like this whole taunting thing is it's just you know, you, you want to see more rivalry, and I, I get it. Finally, fine during the regular season, let's keep everybody healthy and and all that, and, and just like keep the game moving. But this is like I I'm mark my words, this is going to ruin a playoff game, and I don't want to see that happen. Like I don't want to be watching the Washington football team playing Tom Brady. We're up seven, and, and you know we we force them off the field on or on third. It's like third and fifteen, and we get a sack, and then boom, there's taunting after it. After the play, it's automatic first down. Tom Brady goes down, scores a touchdown. They score a two-point conversion. Game's over. It's like, great. We, we could have upset the fucking Buccaneers, but this stupid rule that our coach got them to implement is going to keep us from fucking advancing against the best team in the league. Like, that's what's going to piss me off. Um, I've said it well. I've well documented on this podcast that I'm all for – I like – I watch football for the players and not for the refs, and I like to get as much t- – if we can keep the refs off of TV as much as possible, that's what I like. And I feel like this Tom Tepino is going to go completely against that. Um, as of right now, we're seeing that it's a bunch of bullshit. I think it's only going to get worse in the season, and I think it's going to get worse during the playoffs. Also, like taunting is such a hard thing to catch that you're not going to catch it all. It, it's it, you're going to catch sometimes, but what what's going to happen is because I saw a, a, a replay of you know they had someone mic'd up and dude hits the running back and the and the the defensive lineman is like you know. You're not going to do that, number 11. And it's like, that's taunting. But they didn't catch that because it happened right after mm-hmm. the play. So if, if three plays later, the running back rolls over him and says something back, but the ref does hear that, mm-hmm. it's like, now, like, what are we fucking refing? What the ref hears? Like, that's I, ridiculous. The refs already have a hard enough time calling the calls that they call. I don't give them anything else. And there's 22, they don't need anything else on their plate. There's 22 players on the field at all times. You're not going to hear what everybody says. They're grown men. 
Yeah. They're grown men. And I, the thing about brawls, I, I don't, what brawls? I don't see brawls. They're not brawls. They You're talking about when players get together. It's not a brawl to me. A brawl is Ron Artest running the fucking stands and everyone going fucking crazy, right. throwing shit down. That's a brawl. I haven't seen a full-out fucking brawl in the NFL. No. I, you see little skirmishes, but no one ever gets hurt from those. No, they're like little skirmishes of pushing, shoving back and forth. And it happens when you have grown men pushing each other over and over again. It's going to happen. They're going to, you're going to get, you get mad. It's how it happens. You're, it's a physical game. It's two men. If me and you are sitting here every game and we're just pushing, 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 mm. and I feel like, oh, you got me one hard push, I'm going to push you back. It's just what we do as men, anyways. For real, I'd rather them just, if they're going to do something like this. I first off, I wouldn't just call it taunting. I'd call it like an unsportsmanlike conduct or something. And if they do something too crazy, no penalty. You just throw them out the game. I think that, that's even more riskier. See, but I think that that's get, even more riskier. I think that would then get, they're just going to start tossing niggas left and right. I think that would keep play, like players would not taunt as much because because when because here's what here's taunting? why here's why here's why the the players are they're they're honestly. A lot of them are more focused on themselves and the team, as and like you know, that's not a great mm-hmm. thing for for teams, but that's that is how it is, kind of. So they don't mind getting the fifteen yard penalty, but they do mind getting thrown out the game and not getting their check. But they still don't. Ta- what is taunting? That's what I'm saying. Because I, I saw a dude spin the football the other day, and they right. fucking gave him a taunting penalty. That's what I'm saying. They're I, gonna throw somebody out for that? No, I don't. I don't want them to do that. I want. I, I, when I said unsportsmanlike, I really meant more of like a shove after the, or like you grab him by the face mask or something. Yes, like, of course. I think that is still. I, yeah. I believe yes. If after the play you go and push my yes, that's unsportsmanlike yeah. conduct. Toss your ass out of here. But if you make a catch, get up, hit a spin. No, that's not taunting. Right. Or if no. you. Run for first down, you get up, give him one of these. Yeah, that's not taunting me. Right. I don't think you should be penalized or thrown out the game for that. No, I'm with you. I think that's like, I think all that should be allowed in the game. What I'm saying is when it gets too crazy, don't even dish out a penalty. Just kick the dude out. I think they should first work on the rules that they're still struggling with now mm-hmm. before they start adding other rules for these refs to facts. fucking work. That's facts. Cause they I don't... think you need to worry about that now because they're missing fucking face mask calls, I feel, yep. because they're looking for fucking taunting penalties. Right. No, if they can't handle that, don't put anything else on their plate until they can handle what the fuck they got now. I agree. And they need, honestly, uh, they need to start transitioning to, like, replay refs and just let them, like, mm-hmm. talk right down to the field. No no going to the monitor or none of that. They just they just get in there and say, hey, there was an obvious face mask. Call it right now. Yeah, I think they should. When they do that and they go to the monitor, I don't think the ref, I don't think, I'm of the belief that the refs should not be on TV at all. Right. And I think when they start doing, I think they should, we should go to commercial break because I do feel that there's some refs calling shit to get on TV. Right. And I think we need to eliminate that. No TV time for them at all. Yeah. We don't come to see them. We come to see the players. And that's just that. And it just doesn't need to be this whole show of going over <laughs> to this like camera and shit. It's like, it's 2021. We have enough technology where you can just have people in a booth, watch the replay, phone down through like a walkie talkie type deal. Exactly. And, and just be like, hey, this was a penalty called on the field. Like, yeah. it's not that crazy. Like, when millions of fans can make a call. We can see it. We can we see, see the it because they're watching the replay. You can have three refs up in a booth, and if, if you know, two say it's a it's a penalty, and it's a penalty. 
Hey, real quick, because we're talking about Penny. All you Giants fans out there said, oh, the guy didn't jump off sides. You guys had 17 chances to win that fucking game, and you blew it. I don't want to hear shit. No. You you dropped a touchdown pass. You, you had penalty, as many penalties as we did. We were trying to lose the game, but y'all were trying to lose it even more. I agree. So I don't want to hear that shit. Fuck out of here. Because I, I, I mean, game. I don't think he was really off sides, too. But, hey, man, you got to stay down. What are you trying to block a fucking field goal? They're not going to do it. Just and personally, as a, someone of a te- fan of a team who has been fucked over and over again by refs all the time, right. I don't give a fuck. Yeah, seriously. I take that win. We were Proudly. due. We were due. Proudly. Thank you, refs. Right. No, we gifted were, us one. We were due to be gifted a win. Exactly. Fuck out of here. All right, real quick before we get up out of here, last talk. Uh, not much basketball talk going on, although preseason or training camp starts next week. Yeah, basketball has the shortest uh, offseason. It's kind of crazy. It really does. Because it has the big, most wear and tear on your body. Yeah, training camp starts, and uh, someone's not going to be there. <laughs> yeah. Someone's not going to be there in Philadelphia. Uh, reports came out. I think today or yesterday, uh, Ben Simmons don't report for the opening of training camp next week and tends to never play for the franchise again. I've never seen someone play so bad and be (laughs) such a victim after the fact. It's kind of weird. How do you feel about it? Because I know how I feel about it. I just, I I don't even know how to feel bad. I almost feel bad for the Sixers. I know how I feel. That's about it. I, I feel bad for the Sixers. Um, where do I start? Although, although go ahead, go ahead. the only reason I don't feel bad for the Sixers, they signed them for five years, uh, way too much money. Like, mm-hmm. I'm not, I'm I'm very harsh on signing these players for these big contracts because I think there's only like five players in the league who really deserve that. But they're out there signing Ben Simmons and Chandler Parsons <laughs> and, and all these and Yam Mihimi and, and these random ass dudes with these big ass contracts, Davis Bertans and. and you're you're just not gonna get that value out of them. So I don't I, like if 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 you like if I was the Sixers and had to deal with Ben Simmons instead of paying them the supermax, which he's not worth, just let him fucking walk. He's a point guard who can't shoot. <laughs> We've had debates on this podcast before about when when the Trent Williams went down about honoring your contract, and I've always said you know whatever player demands a trade, that's what happens. I'm so glad I don't think about Trent Williams anymore. I am too. Actually. I don't even know where that man is at. Is still, he still in San Francisco. Really still in San Francisco? He's just trash. God, fuck the Shanahan's. Um, I saw him get blown over the other day. And I was like, nice. <laughs> I never I haven't thought about you in a year. It's nice to see you get trucked. Um, here's the thing with Ben Simmons. There's been players in the past who've demanded trades, whether it be they felt the team wasn't going their way, or they just wanted a fresh start. Blah blah blah. This is the only situation you touched on it. Where a guy was literally catered to at every point in his career by the fans and the organization. And shout out to Andy Leary on Facebook. Anytime I shit it on Ben Simmons, Andy Leary's there. Hey, shut the fuck up. Shut the fuck up. You don't leave Ben Simmons' name out your mouth. And that's how all of Philly felt. They all felt, hey, he doesn't need a jump shot. He's a point guard. He can dribble. He's an elite defender. Elite defender. He doesn't need that. He don't need a jump shot. All right? They defended you. So, yeah, when it gets to the second round of the playoffs and you're playing the Atlanta Hawks, no disrespect to Trey Young, who, but they weren't supposed to be there. They weren't even supposed to be that close with you guys. This is supposed to be four and one. Here we are. What did it go? Game seven? Yeah. Game seven. Didn't the Hawks beat them? Actually, we'll take it back to game six. When you get the ball and you have the opportunity to seal the game with a fucking dunk with your 6'10 ass and you passed it up. And you're mad because Joel Embiid called you out about it? Right. Who the fuck else is supposed to? Right. I mean, it's not like you're the leader they of the team. They called that man Joel Embiid out all year. 
And for what years, did he do? Four years. For years they called him out. And what did he do? He just went to the gym and worked. What do you do? Every time they say they don't have a jump shot, you go to the fucking YMCA and shoot a bunch of threes that never translate to the fucking season. Yep. You never shoot them. I see you shooting free throws with fucking old-ass motherfuckers all the time. It never translates to the game. Work on your fucking game, you overpriced millionaire. I'm sick of them. Yeah. They fucking make these demands. I want to be traded. I don't want to play again. My trade, it's not your job. It's not my job to, uh, what do you tell them? It's not my job to make my trade value good. Then whose fucking job is it? Right. You play the game, jackass. Yeah. What are you talking about? That's true. Actually, if you demand a trade, it is your job to make your your job. Yeah. And you played like shit. No, I, I, I agree with what you're saying because they really did give him everything he wanted. They drafted him, and he was like, I want to play point guard. You can play point guard. That's <laughs> more than patient. I would have given him. I, I've said for a long time, I think he's a power forward. And that's what he is. Yeah. I think he's a power forward with handles, no, not a point guard. I think his his best opportunity would have been to play like center for the Houston Rockets when they had James Harden. <laughs> like That's the kind of role he could play. But he wants to be a point guard. They let him be point guard. Then, you know, he plays pretty good. He puts up decent stats, but always fizzles in the playoffs. But they still have no faith scoring. in him. They still have faith in no him. No scoring. He ha- they keep saying he's working on his jump shot. I haven't seen it. Nope. I don't see it. Nope. He's passing up shots. The niggas are afraid to shoot. No, he really is terrified. He's afraid to shoot the terrified. basketball. Terrified. Because, like, it, it, it's crazy. He's supposed to – I bet he averages in, during the regular season probably, like, between 15 and 20 points. When we, like, when we were watching the playoffs – we were just hoping he'd get to six and, and, and like and find another way to impact the game because he he really was a liability and he looked lost and they start fouling him he can't make his free throws and like what other point guard like that's not a point guard that's a center They're on Twitter saying well he was hurt the Philly fans turned him so quickly fuck you they booed Santa Claus no of all the fans okay they Philly, booed Santa Claus Philly they're fans, gonna boo you if you don't shoot no Philly fans if you're bad they will boo you but they stuck with Simmons for a and long time they still stuck with him after that playoff game yeah they weren't even wanting to trade him they were saying we need to make this move in order to make it happen and now you're upset because you felt the organization blamed you, guess what? You are the reason they lost that game. Seriously. I mean, you are the reason. And he's so hard to trade because not only does he have, not Don't have trade much him. value, but he's so expensive. And the NBA has those rules about matching like contracts and trades. Like, there's Hold no out. way. Daryl there's Murray. no way. Hold out. Don't fucking trade him. I mean, Don't I, fucking trade him. I, Fuck him. The thing is, Fuck him. Let the, him sit on the bench for four years. Fuck you. We did everything for you, and now you want to leave because of a little bit of pressure? Fuck out of here. You can ride the bench. But the thing is, like, Daryl Morey doesn't really have a choice because he, he can't get anything for him. And, and and so you really just have to, at this point, kind of hope that Ben Simmons sits out so you don't got to pay him. Just pay He gets fined, what, 28000 I think. It's like twenty eight grand or something. It's like two hundred grand. Two hundred grand? Yeah. Fuck it. Find him. Yeah. Find him each game he doesn't pay. Fuck him. Fuck him. I know that's one of LeBron's guys. LeBron, you got a lemon. Right. He was sold a bill of goods. He's not a baby you. Right. He's not a baby magic. He's nothing like that. It's for him. Go to fuck off. Go leave the NBA. Who gives a fuck? No, I mean. If you're afraid to shoot in a shooting league, you're not meant for this league. But I'm saying, like, what can Daryl Morey do? Fucking up. Don't trade him. But then what? Let him sit. Fuck him. But what if he decides to come Take back and play? Take a stand on What if he shit? decides to come back and play? Play then. Okay, that's what I'm saying. Like, Daryl Morey. Do whatever. What, we're not saying, going to get... Hold up, hold up. That's what I'm saying. Daryl Morey doesn't have any options. He <laughs> just has to do whatever Ben Simmons decides. Not necessarily. If he say, I'm not trading you, then Ben Simmons is either going to play or he's not going to play. That's as simple as that. But, like, the, the Sixers are, like, 
they're a contender. I agree. So, so, but you got to take a stand. But, this but, is NBA owners that keep saying we need to take a stand. This is the moment where they can take the stand. I guess, but and you're I taking, get it. But you're taking a stand, and the, if you fuck with your team, stand, but it has to happen. You're taking a stand at the cost of not being a contender. I totally understand it, and I'm with you, and I'd be with you on any other occasion. But with this motherfucker. But what I'm saying this is, is like, where it has to stop. They're not the you Lakers. You can't play a bad game and then demand a fucking trade. You can't be in the playoffs and be afraid to shoot and then demand a trade and act like the victim. Enough is enough with this shit. You get paid too much fucking money to be acting like this. You get paid $111 million, hire a fucking shooting coach. I look at Lethal Shooter on Instagram every day. Where the fuck are you at with him, Ben Simmons? You get paid. Yeah. You're getting paid. You got your contract. No one fucked you. No, Fuck him! I'm no, not, I'm not trying to take Ben Simmons' sides because he. I mean, he's the typical athlete who pisses me off. He's like he. He's you know he signed a contract, you got to honor it. But at the yeah. same time, I can't side with the Sixers because they fucking signed him to the contract. And I agree that I thought that was a bad signing when it happened. Oh, I did too. I agree too. I've never and been a Ben Simmons himself. fan. There, are, it's a little bit on them too. They mm-hmm. babied him. He's been babied. I think he's probably been babied since high school. They've been coddling him. Yeah. Time to end that shit. Take his ass out the stroller. It's done. Right. It's done. You're a grown ass man. You're six foot ten. You don't want to shoot a shot. You don't want to take a layup. You have a you, you're wasting a shooting sleeve, first of all. <laughs> Waste of a shooting sleeve. You're you're horrible. He he really is kind of acting like a baby because it's like he's throwing a temper <laughs> like a tantrum. Bitch. He's throwing a temper tantrum after after a bad like not even one game. It's a bad set of games. Like a whole playoff run. He played bad and now he's Acting like everybody, like he's the victim, and, and you know. That's why the greatest player will never be a light skinned man. They're too fucking sensitive. I mean, he's like he's like the epitome of what everyone says is wrong with our generation, and kind of is. It's like he thinks everyone's again out to get him, and nothing I can do is wrong. When he was bad at his job. Yeah, he, and, he and not only is he his bad job. at his job, but it seems like he's like blatantly ignoring getting better. John, you're an accountant, all right? You do audits and shit, right? Mm-hmm. Imagine. You fucked up a number on an audit. I don't know how the audits work. I'm stupid. You fuck up a number on an audit, and it fucks up the whole thing. I get yelled at. You get yelled at. Yeah. Imagine you go back to the company and go, oh, you guys are blaming me? Right. Oh, I'm leaving then. This is not fair. You're going to blame me for this? That's essentially what the fuck he's doing. Yeah, that's true. But he's saying, wait, it's my fault we lost because I didn't shoot? Oh, no, I'm out of here. The difference is I'm not on a five-year contract. <laughs> so, like, that's the thing that makes this so crazy is that because, you know, there's no good options. Because Ben, first off, Ben Simmons trash. He's not worth it, even if he wanted to come back. Second off, he doesn't want to come back. So you can't. But like, you can't really trade him because he's also trash. Like, th- this is this is why you don't sign players to max <laughs> contracts, even though it's like the cool hip thing to do right now. I think he actually. This may be the start of where it ends. It, it should because with him, with, with he may be the reason why the max deals may go out. Well, I, I'm, I'm, I mean. I hope so, but it should have ended when Chandler Parsons got a max deal. Like that like, was insane. The, the thing is, these that should have never happened. There's a couple <laughs> players who deserve happened. those max deals: LeBron, Kevin Durant, Giannis, uh, Curry. Jokic, Curry, uh, Luca. Like, there's a couple players who deserve this shit. John Wall. No, even like even like even Joel Embiid deserves yes. deserves that money, yes. but Ben Simmons doesn't. So if he demands it. You let him walk, and you didn't let him walk, so now you're stuck with him. And it was it wasn't an extension, or was it a? Well, it must have. I mean, it, it was either an extension or his first big contract because they drafted him. You were number one overall pick. Damn, he was over number one overall. Number one overall pick. Oof. And all Jason Tatum was they, in that draft, right? Yep. Mm. All they're asking you to do 
is shoot the basketball. Bruh, Jason Tatum and Joel Embiid, that's a nice combo of, of dudes that really complement each other very well. Process. Trust the process. I mean, they did a good job with Embiid, even though he, he was He's like the, the most process. He was the most processy player because he was always injured and shit yeah. and he was out of shape. But forget he was like out for three years. But now it's like he's a top three player. Like, and and he's getting blamed by Ben Simmons too. I know. And Ben Simmons is not even top fifty. And the crazy thing is Joel Embiid's never even said anything publicly. This was on the court where it should have been. I thought hey, it, I thought he said it in an interview after game interview. From what from what I thought I remembered was Joel when Ben Simmons acted like a little bitch and pump faked and passed out yeah. the shot. Joel Embiid was like, bro, you got to shoot that. And you're right. I think in the post game, he said the same thing. Like, we got to shoot that side. Didn't say yeah. name, but he was like, we got to take Exactly. Shots. I was about to say, he didn't we say his name, but he described the place in such detail that we knew what he was talking about. And by the way, that's, niggas want to be Kobe and LeBron, but can't handle the shit. Because right. I'm pretty sure Shaq would have said that shit to Kobe. Oh, I mean, all the other way around. If, Kobe, if he had done that shit, Kobe would have been yeah. up his ass. Fuck yeah. Yeah. Kobe's minute before he's what he said to Shaq. Right. He didn't give a fuck. But you, they want to be great, but they can't handle a little bit of scrutiny no, comes I, your way. I remember when we were when we first started this pod and we were talking about the makeup of the Sixers, and I was trying to – we were having a pretty in-depth argument. I was mm-hmm. saying Ben Simmons and Joel Embiid, they just don't work together because one is a is a center who can shoot, who takes up lots of space and can score on in volume and, and make defensive plays because he's so big and athletic, and the other dude – is a guy who can't shoot, can't space the floor, so they're just always clogging up the paint. So you got to get rid of one or the other. I was always saying Ben Simmons, and then it showed up in the playoffs, and it's like, you know, this wasn't hard to predict. I'm just the average dude who just watches a Sixers game every once in a while. This was their this. You guys were put. They were supposed to go face Brooklyn or or Milwaukee, and they failed. They have yet to get to an Eastern Conference Final for them. Trade them. I mean, it's kind of sad when you're getting paid $40 million a year and you get completely outplayed by a dude on a rookie contract. Got played outplayed by Trey Young. Yeah. Hypothet- Dominated. Hypotheticals, where do you think he ends up? Who? Ben Simmons. Where? What team? What team What team do you think should make I think he's going to. I think he's either going to play for the Sixers or hold out all year. I don't think he's going to a team. Like, I've well, I heard. Can't, I just can't imagine a deal unless he goes to somewhere like Minnesota. I've, it, heard, I've heard him for Damian Lillard. No way! Why would the Trailblazers do that? Why would they do that? And and that's a great—that'd be a great pairing, Joel Embiid and Damian Lillard. I think that was at the time though when Dame Lillard was requesting a trade from, and now they're saying he hasn't requested a trade. So I don't think—I think that's off the table. The Warriors are still looking at it. I don't know. They don't want Ben Simmons. They—they've said. I've heard exactly. I think I've heard other reports that say they—they would only do that if Draymond left. (laughs) Draymond. Yeah. You know what? If they trade. That'd be a terrible if trade. If they traded Ben Simmons for Draymond, terrible. I would become a Draymond lover from there on out because I would be like, yes, what a dumbass the trade. Warriors the Warriors would not do that. They're a smarter organization than Warrior, that. Warriors owner Joe Lacobe admits that the team is watching the Ben Simmons situation in Philly. I think that. That's from the owner. Hmm. That, that might be a smokescreen for something else. I, I don't know. Um, that doesn't make sense to me. Oh, and it particularly awesome. doesn't make sense because uh, the the uh, Warriors are already paying a ton of luxury tax. Like, this is just another master contract. Another option that was thrown out that was taken away is uh, John Wall for Ben Simmons, but the Sixers have no interest in John Wall. <laughs> no, I, I don't I don't think. Uh, That's another player you haven't talked about. What do you think is happening with him? Because the, John Wall? Yeah. I mean, he's just kind of coming to the end of his career. The Rockets were just like, yeah, we're just not going to play you. We're, we're going to try to find a trade. Yeah, I mean, 
I hope he comes back to the Wizards for real. We still need a guard. That'd be nice. It'd be kind of nice. He's able to come back. It's not like we're a contender, anyways. Playoff team. We're a playoff Kuzma. team, but we're we're not even like a guaranteed playoff team. We're like a low end. Yeah, I mean, eh, they need a couple more moves before it can happen. But you know, but we don't have the money for that. Like I, we're just, I, I, I'm of the belief that they're going to be one of those teams. That, I think once the bronze reign, once once he retires, I think they'll be the Wizards. I mean, but I don't know when LeBron. I'm not because I don't think LeBron's retiring soon. But even once LeBron retires, it's like there's still Giannis, there's still Luca. Yeah, but I think they'll be at some point. The I think the Wizards they've played this thing right. I think in the NBA, weirdly, you have to do the right thing sometimes, and the right players fall to you. Yeah, but the and thing I is, think at some point the right player is going to fall. But when I think of like uh, uh, in the draft, when I think of obscure teams, that are play, when jo- I think of obscure teams right. that are playing it right, I don't think of the Wizards. I think Oklahoma City. They got like 30 picks over the next 15 years. They're playing it right, yeah, but they're also trading those picks for players. Yeah, but like they they but they somehow get more picks. They do. I mean, I think they're playing it right, but they're also giving up those picks too. I I I'm saying but I think they're doing it right. It's just that the the move like I think one, they were blessed with the, the Russell Westbrook trade for John Wall. That was a win for them. Yeah, I guess. I I count that as a win for them because then they were able to flip Russell Westbrook for some more picks and players. Yeah, I guess. And the Rockets just have John Wall. It's true. So I think they won that. I think eventually in time, not now, maybe not this year, next year, I do think the right player will fall to the Wizards just like John Wall fell to them and Bradley Will. Sorry, Bradley Beal fell to them. And I think the right player will fall to them. I don't know when. Um, Yeah. He's probably like in middle school (laughs) right now, you know, like he's like 12. You know, but eventually he'll he'll be there. He probably on the same team as your nephew, LeBron James Jr. Nah, he's going to Lakers. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> he's going to Lakers. Like that's just not even a question. Yeah, like, maybe LeBron will be running for president. And he'll want to be close to his dad. And no, nah, no, nah, LeBron's going to make like LeBron. He's coming to the Lakers once it happens. No, I know that. But after after his dad retires, he's going to be able to do his own thing. Oh, yeah, he's like I can go and do my own thing. He got a one year. Probably got a one year contract somehow. Right. As a rookie, that's right. never happened. Undrafted free agent. <laughs> right. LeBron James is an undrafted free agent. That's a big fall off. That'd be wild. I mean, but hey, Jordan's kids. I mean, we don't even it. know if LeBron's going to make it to the NBA. Bronny? Bronny. I think Bronny might. I don't know. I haven't seen enough. Like I, I I've watched his. I've, I've watched a couple of his highlights, and he's, he's, ne- he's never done anything that he's like, not. Jumps he's out not to the me. superior athlete his dad was. Right. Clearly, but he is a good. I think he's good. I mean, I, I don't good think, doesn't get you to the NBA. I think he can get to the NBA. I don't think he's going to have, like, LeBron impact. Obviously, no. I don't think he's going to be like no, that. I don't think anybody thinks he's going to have a LeBron yeah, impact. No. But I'm just, I am just don't even know if he's going to get to the league. I think he can get to the league. and He, he may fill up. I don't know. Bryce might be the one. Who knows? <laughs> now, Bryce is no, nice. I'm not. I don't know. It's just funny. <laughs> it's just funny that LeBron James Jr. is not the one. Like, it's, it's like, <laughs> that's a hard I, I, That's a hard thing to fall. Remember when he didn't want uh, people to know that LeBron was his dad? I remember that. It was so stupid. <laughs> I, I want a different number. I don't want them to know my dad. All right, LeBron Jr. Sure, we'll figure that he's out. He's lucky his guy's mama's face. <laughs> uh, any other sports topics you, you touch on before we get up out of here? Uh, no, I got nothing. Nothing. We shitted on Ben Simmons, Ron Rivera's taunting, top 30 quarterbacks, depressing week three picks. All right, solid 114 episode. Uh, we'll be back. You want to do one Friday? Yeah, Friday sounds good to Friday me. Friday sounds good. Entertainment podcast. A lot of stuff to talk about. Uh I didn't want to. Did you want to talk about the Gabby case? The Gabby case? No, we can do that on another podcast. Not, not today, but on the, Friday. On Friday. Did you want to talk about if that? If you want to, we can. We'll have a discussion about that. I, I don't know. Okay. I, that's, you don't want to talk about. <laughs> End it. And on that note.
No, uh, we'll be back Friday with a podcast. This episode will be up tomorrow. Uh, thank you for listening. We hope you liked it. Hope you loved it. If not, two tears in a bucket. Fuck it. We out of here. <laughs>